Hey, Phantom of the Opera. What do you want? Knock, knock. Who's there? Ah. Ah, who? It's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Hello, Toddcasters, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy. We've got another great episode coming your way this week. This episode is one of those that's very special, because this is somebody who I know personally who has gone on to do amazing things with their life, and it's always a pleasure to get to speak with her. And we've, we've spoken to her before on the show. We did it a few years ago uh, when she had a movie coming out. Well, now in addition to movies, she's also dabbling into music. The episode is called The Legend of Lucy Lightning, because that is her name when she's on stage performing. But I know her. And everybody in my hometown knows her as Andy Morrow, an incredibly talented actress and performer. And she's associated with Drew Morgan, who's a very funny comedian, and they're both associated with Trey Crowder, the liberal redneck, all of whom, of course, are from East Tennessee. And uh, like I said, she's just doing incredible things. And I wanted to talk to her again because she was just in Knoxville recently performing as Lucy Lightning. And I wanted to check in and see how things were and what convinced her to get into music. I'm really excited to hear about this, and I hope you are too. And remember, of course, just like every interview it's cut up into pieces so that way we can fit in other things as well so you hear one segment you think it's done no no there's still plenty coming up on the way so let's not waste any time let's jump right into things let's talk to lucy lightning aka andy morrow on an all-new episode of the smoking hot toddcast you're listening to the smoking hot toddcast with your host todd just todd Todd is helpful and todd is there for you uh well it's actually hot toddy oh well Pardon me, Mr. Perfect. Well, we've spoken to her before on this show. Uh, you've heard we've heard her once on this show, but I've spoken to her quite a few times in my lifetime because we grew up together in the same town. We, we we've we've known each other for a long time. And what's interesting about about her is that she I live vicariously through her a little bit because she's gone on to achieve a lot more than any of us have done in, in our lifetimes. And it's incredible to see her go. And she's still going strong. Uh, you may know her as Lucy Lightning, but you also may know her by her given name, Andy Morrow. And we're talking with her this week. How are you doing, Andy? I'm good. Thank you. That was a very uh, kind introduction. Because <laughs> well, well, it's very true. I mean, you've done so Thank much. You. And, uh, you know, it's just been it's been really great to watch you grow into into this role that you that you've turned into. And so it's just it's really, really it's really like I said, it's it's living vicariously through you because you get to live the dream. Is it would you would you agree that that's what you're getting to do? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely living uh, the, the, a life that I, uh, you know, wanted and have created. There's definitely like, you know, still moments where I'm like, oh, I want more, I want to do this, or I didn't achieve that. But I guess that's with everybody, you know, it's kind of yeah. like grass is always greener sort of thing. Right. And we, t- I think we talked about this the last time you're on the show, but we'll, we'll go on, we'll get into it a little bit more. Um, what, what, what really got you into wanting to do this, to go into acting and, and stuff like that? Uh, just when I was really little, I always wanted to do it. I don't, I don't know the specific moment that it happened, but you know, I, my mom is, just, you know, she did storytelling and she would show me like she would show me to plays and all sorts of stuff like that when I was growing up. And I just fell in love with it over time. Uh, I think Shirley Temple might've been like the first person that <laughs> made me want to do it. Cause I used to watch a lot of Shirley Temple movies and I, you know, as a little girl, I was like, I want to do that. And all the kids on Barney and I just always wanted to do it from as long as I could remember. It's like the only thing I wanted to do was to act. And over time that's evolved into directing and now into music. It's just kind of like a constant evolution. Right. It's just, it's, it's an ongoing process and you know, you've, you've done quite a few movies over the last, you know, few years you did uh, the, the most, the most recent one, which was the short film. Tell us more about that because when you were on our show in 2019, you're just about to release that one. Uh, and then it came out and it was really great. Tell us more about that one and the process of, of getting it made. Yeah, I, uh, I had had this story in my head and I was going through a really difficult time and I just was like, I'm going to make a movie to take back some of my creative control from this industry that kind of takes away your power. And so I just decided to make a movie and put my head down. And then I, that became like all I've, I did for about a year and a half. Um, it's called Pusher. And it's, you know, I came home to do it back here in Scott County, some bright Scott County area. And it was a, it was a really powerful thing for me to do because I kind of, had lost sight of my agency as a creator. And that reminded me like, Oh, you can, you can go create things. You don't have to wait for people to tell you to do it. If you have something you want to make, that's what you should do. It was a big lesson because, you know, there's a lot of like asking for permission from gatekeepers and any artistic industry. So that's, it was a kind of a turning point for me artistically right and i and i remember when pusher came out it it went to a different a bunch of different film festivals it did one in knoxville uh and i I remember everybody kind of raving about it overall how did it do did it did it meet expectations for you absolutely yeah i mean my biggest goal was i did want to do some festivals but i also uh i wanted to show people what I was able that I was capable of, you know, in a way like prove myself, but also I really just wanted to have a conversation around the opioid epidemic and Appalachia in general. And I definitely got to have some really, really powerful, deep conversations with people who watched the movie, uh, which meant a lot to me because that's what I wanted. And I wanted 
it to provide a little bit of healing for Appalachians who watch it too. Uh, maybe some inspiration. And I, I got all of those from it. Uh, and I, I got to go to festivals and that was really cool. But the best part about it was, you know, the conversations I got to have with people. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast. Hi, Miss Fingrino. Hi. You have your I've been asleep for a long time voice right now. I, I do. It's Sexy fun. and sultry. No, it just sounds like, <laughs> no, you sound like Lucille Ball towards the end. <laughs> no disrespect to Lucille Ball, but let's face it, that's what she sounded like towards the My end. My name is Pearl. How can I help you? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, you can almost smell the smoke just from that. Right, and I hate smoke. Yeah, exactly. Um, So we'll be back with uh, my interview with Andy Morrow in just a second. Uh, But first, I wanted to do a couple housekeeping things. Uh, First of all... No, I don't want to clean. Well, no, we're not actually cleaning. This is oh. just this is just what's going on in in my life. I think I yeah. Well, in our lives, partially. Oh. Well, I guess it is. It's it's it is both of our lives. Mm-hmm. Only, but they both more affect me than Did anything you have else. A stroke? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> it's fine. It's once again we're doing this at like two in the morning. It is not two in the morning. Which I shouldn't be up so late two in because? the morning. Because so I, I wanted to make a quick announcement. I finally for the love of God got a job okay and and yeah thank you and and this is not this was not like back last season when I told you I got a job this is not when he joined the cult by accident yeah this is not like last season when I told you I, joined, I got a job and then the very next episode I told you I quit the job <laughs> it's not like that because uh, that job was awful uh, for me if 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 you if you know me and you were you were there those days that I was there and you were still doing this job I'm not insulting you because if that's your thing that's your thing it just wasn't my thing uh, but now I have a real job in social media mm-hmm. and I'm very excited about it it's it's been I've been doing it for a few days as of this recording as of this episode and it's going really well hope I don't get fired before the episode uploads Stop. we'll see what happens but I wanted to share that with you and, and it affects both of us because yep. now you don't have to take care of me like the child I am yeah I mean, it's it's nice. It's nice to know that yeah, I don't have to work extra. Yeah, 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 and kill myself. And and I don't have to feel like uh, literally like a fifteen year old boy asking his mom if he can have some money to go to the movies. Right, no movies. <laughs> no movies. Ready for that first paycheck. I'm back. Yeah, I'm ready for that, too. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so just, that was just a quick recap. I am gainfully employed again, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, free health benefits, which is, uh, like, pretty stellar. I could go on all day about this, but we don't have enough time here. So I just I wanted to share that with you. I know. Hopefully I can get on those free benefits. May, well, well, no, you can't. Why not? You're not my spouse. And it, co- and it will cost money if I put you on there. Oh. Yeah. Well, first off, technically I am your spouse per health care records. Oh. We have been living together so long. I am your spouse. <laughs> are we, are we, what's that called? Common law. Common law. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that works. That's how that works. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, but of course, you'd have to pay for me. That's yes. Nice. That, no, I'd have to pay a, a pretty penny, too, from what I understand. <sighs> anyway, that's beside the point. So that's the... That's well, the, shit. Yeah, I know. It sucks, really. But that's one thing. That, but the, really, the whole point of me coming on here was to update you on how the live Scaretastic Halloween special is going to go down next week. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So as 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 I I think I said this at the end of the last of the last episode, we're going to do the Halloween special live again this year. And if you're familiar with the show, you you probably know uh, that we always do it the last Thursday before Halloween. Next Thursday, the twenty seventh, is that Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always, you probably know we do these live shows on Facebook, Facebook Live via the Hot Toddy Facebook page. Okay. Well, something happened. Uh, something happened earlier this month. Um, for those, I'm sure you, if you're a regular listener of this show, or you just know me, you know that my all-time favorite television show is Mystery Science Theater 3000. So naturally, I am a, I am in a few Mystery Science Theater groups on Facebook, right? Right. Thanks for your contribution. I can always <laughs> depend on you. Sorry, Miss Pingrino was talking to Mo. Once again, not that Mo, but another <laughs> Mo. What the hell was that? I don't know what their noise that's, is, but that's, that's not even. You're, you're trying to do curly with just. Nyuck, 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 nyuck. There you go. Mo doesn't have a, a special sound bite, oh, sound effect. Jesus. Okay. He's well. just, he just kind of there. Well, he smacks people, so that's funny. There you go. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so um, where was I? You were saying why I was we. Oh, so I, I I, I'm, a, I'm I'm in a lot of mystery science theater Facebook groups. Uh, one of them the other day asked uh, if you could have one beloved line or catchphrase from the show to be put on your tombstone when you die. What what? I don't think it was catchphrase. It was like what what is your favorite what line? Quote? What quote from the show would you want on your tombstone? And everybody was coming up with a bunch of funny ones. Uh, some even worse than what I said. But okay, you know, corner me. That's fine. But anyway, mine was from an episode called Overdrawn at the Memory Bank. And in this episode, uh, in this movie that they watched, uh, it's about a guy that it stars the great. The late great Raul Julia, who we all know from our generations, uh, Gomez from the Adams Family movies. Oh, Gomez! Mm-hmm. He is he is the star of this film, and what happens in the film is that uh, in the, it takes place in the future, and the the main way that people take vacations or get rehabilitated is they do something called doppling, where they take where they basically take your mind, not your brain, but your mind, mm-hmm. and implant plant it in that in a wildlife animal but because this is you know like starts well exactly teams the cat could be i could go with teams the cat if i wanted to oh she looked at us she gave me a look she gave us a look so maybe not but anyway so you, you transplant your mind into the brain, into the head of a wild animal. But just like anything, first it has to go into the computer system where it is analyzed and everything, and then from the then they take it from the computer and put it into the wild animal. Um, what happens though in this film is they accidentally lose his body, and oh. so when his time is up as being a wild animal, his brain gets stuck in the computer. Because he's got nowhere to go. He's got nowhere to go. And so there is a countdown. There's only so much longer that he can survive in the computer before going back into his brain. So the whole movie, they're trying to keep him alive in the computer and trying to keep him out of trouble because he's trying to take over the system because he's a bit of a rebel. And uh, they're also trying to find his body. Um, Now, the way that they do this is they implant like this little chip inside the guy's, the person's brain. And then, and that's that's the first time. It takes a little surgery, and it's the first time. And then every time after that, you that you do a doppel, they just simply you know like like scan you, scan it, turn you on, and you go into the thing, whatever. <laughs> exactly, just like that. 
So there's a scene in the movie where the person who was going to do this was explaining to him how it was going to work. And she explains that basically we're going to take the top of your head off, do this and everything. And then he got freaked out and he said, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to do this some other time. And she does, And she says, please sit down. There's nothing to worry about. And without missing a beat, Mike Nelson says a line that still makes me laugh. 25 years after this episode aired, he said, we're just going to bandsaw the top of your head off. She's like, please sit down, Mr. Fingal. That's his character's name. Mr. Fingal, there's nothing to worry about. And Mike Nelson, in his you know sarcastic way, says, we're just going to bounce all the top of your head off. And it made me, it always makes me laugh. So that's my favorite line because it's a line that always makes me laugh on the show. So I said in the comments, we're just going to bounce all the top of your head off. Well, speaking of ban... Facebook said, oh, that goes against our community guidelines. And here's what really pisses me off. It at first said, you're not, don't worry, there's no strike. Nothing's going to happen. And then another notification said, okay, here's how we're going to punish you. (laughs) That's what they said. And they didn't let us appeal it. No, we couldn't appeal it either. So, yeah, Miss Pingrino and I tried to appeal the thing, and it wasn't going to happen. So, the penalty for this was that I cannot go live on any of my accounts, whether it be my personal, the Hot Toddy page, the Smells Like 90s Rock page, can't go live on any of those pages Nothing. for a month. And this happened on frickin' October 6th, which means I will not be able to go live on Facebook again until November 6th, which is after the, the special. Scaretastic Halloween special. So It's bullshit. It's pure bullshit. So we're, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Um, but we came to, I think, a, a good decision yeah. of how we're going to handle this. Uh, Ms. Pagrino, do you want to tell them how we're going to do it? What? Uh, well, I didn't remember what we actually decided. You didn't <laughs> You don't remember? YouTube Live? There you go. There, okay. Yeah, well, I thought yeah. so because we had, sorry guys, we had yeah. thrown out many options. I forgot which one we chose. There was a lot to go by. and uh, we But came, YouTube Live! <laughs> we came to that conclusion because... First, I, I get I, we're all getting kind of tired of Facebook just in general. Facebook is kind of going a out the door. Over. It is, and, uh, but unfortunately, I don't have a, re- a live rapport with people like on Instagram or Twitter, and I and I can't go live on TikTok. I would love to do TikTok live, but right. I, I don't have enough followers. You have to have a thousand followers to go live on TikTok. That's not going to work. But of course, as you all know, our parent company of the Smoking Hot Toddcast is Super Fuzz Productions, and we run the Super Fuzz Productions YouTube page. So it only makes sense. And and those episodes that we do live, I edit them, and they end up on the page anyway. So right. why not just go ahead and do it on YouTube Live? We'll do the show live now, on YouTube. I did forget to ask this. Do we have to watch our cussing? Not on YouTube. We, we watch Red Letter Media. That's a good point. That's a good we point. cuss on our shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. The shows go up on YouTube. We even cuss on the Toddcast Live episodes I put up there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. There's even been a nip slip or two, and we didn't get banned. So <laughs> Times that Hot Toddy was not paying enough attention. I was attention not paying Although that's more on Facebook, I do. If there is a nip slip, I usually cover it up before it gets on YouTube. So, uh, well, so uh, if I show a movie 
on that it's on said special. I'll have no, to be on I don't my, want to do I'll it. I'll have to be on my guard. But yeah, so uh, th- all of this is just to inform you that uh, the Scaretastic Halloween special live is going on as scheduled, but it will be on the Super Fuzz Productions YouTube page. So just look up Super Fuzz Productions on YouTube. You can't miss it. Teebs the Cat's picture is the logo of the thing. Uh, right now, you'll recognize it right now because she has a demon face because it's it's Halloween time. So I've I've, upla- I've updated the logo so it Poor looks thing. Halloweeny. Uh, and so just go on there, Super Fuzz Productions, uh, and then we will be live there. Now my goal, my plan is that I will share the link once we go live. I'll share the link onto the Hot Toddy page because I can still p- upload stuff and post stuff on Facebook. I just can't go live, so I'll, I'll post it on the on the fa- on my Facebook page, the Hot Toddy Facebook page. You can share it. Miranda yep. can share it. Miranda yep. and Daniel will be here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be dressed up in costumes. Don't tell them. It's going to be a surprise. Um, Don't tell them. It's a surprise. But my co- oh wait wait another part of my costume is supposed to be delivered today. I didn't check. Don't did tell you him. check the mail? I did not check the mail today, but don't tell him what it is. This I is actually clicked Roku instead of Amazon. That's not, that's <laughs> not how you find stuff. But anyway, uh, so yeah, we're all going to be dressed up. It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you join us again. It's going to be next Thursday, one week from today, October 27th. Um, okay, so it's Who's here. Delivered? Okay, October 27th. I think we're going to aim for 7 p.m. in between 7 and 8 because we, we're going to do more stuff than usual on this live episode than others. So make sure you tune in and I'll share the link and everything. But yes, and and of course the episode will be in podcast form after we finish that night. And so you'll, ha- you'll have it to listen to if you'd rather do that. All right, I think that's all the housekeeping things I wanted to do. I got a job, but I'm banned for banned for a moment going live on Facebook. Say you're not banned for life. Banned, banned for live. <laughs> I'm banned for doing live stuff right now on Facebook, and so therefore the Scaretastic Halloween special will be on YouTube live via the Superfuzz Productions YouTube page next Thursday. Okay. Okay. We got it all? Yep. Thanks for joining me on this, Miss Pingrino. You're quite welcome. Yeah. 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 Yay! Don't tell them what we're, we're wearing. Ah, okay, now back to Andy Morrow right after this. Hey, I'm Emily Marsh from Mystery Science Theater 3000, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Um, what kind of festivals did it get into? Like I said, I know there was one in Knoxville, uh, and then and where else did it go? Uh, I have to remember now. Uh, we did one in L.A., uh, won a few awards there. Uh, where did we go? We did a New York festival. We were in, <laughs> I'm trying to remember where all I went. It's been a while. It's been a couple years, <laughs> uh, but we, we kind of went all, we kind of went all over the U S right. Uh, our premiere was in Pasadena, California. Oh. So, uh, I can't really remember in total how many we did. I think it was maybe about 15 festivals and we were nominated or won in all of them. That's incredible. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. And I think, I think that's a testament to how good it was. If there's so many festivals, you can't remember them all. That's, that's when, you know, you had really something, you had really had something there. That's for sure. Yeah. It was kind of a whirlwind. Absolutely. It, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, of course, you still you, now. You said you're still in Scott County right now. You're you can because you came in to perform in Knoxville, and so you're still home at the moment. Yeah, I've been here for the month. I'm leaving at the end of the month. Uh, we always do 
my husband and I always do a cross country road trip once a year since we've been in LA. So we just drive out and stay for a month. Um, so we decided to do it in October. He had some shows out here. And so I went ahead and booked some music gigs. So we're just here for the month. Going to head back uh, in about a week, actually. That's fantastic. We're, and I know you were uh, in uh, Market Square. What, have you performed anywhere else in the area? Yeah, I did a show uh, at a place called The Tack Room. It's out in Sweetwater. A uh, really cool little venue that's on a farm. I did a, a solo gig there and performed with the band at the Preservation Pub and uh, did the WDVX Blue Plate special solo. I saw that. really exciting. I saw that you were going to be a part of that. Now, how, how is that? Because, I mean, the, the Blue Plate special in Knoxville is a big deal. So how did that feel getting to be yeah. a part of that? Uh, it was so exciting. I was really nervous, actually. Uh, I think just it because you know I've I admire WDVX so much. They're like the pinnacle of music in Knoxville, and it's such an intense show. I mean, it's really quiet, and the people who come really love music. I mean, they have a a very they have an audience. Every time they have a blue plate, there are people there. Um, so it's people who really love music, and they come and they they sit and they listen very intently and it's quiet which is great it's where you want right. <laughs> but it's also a little a little nerve-wracking because when, you know they're when, all listening so closely and you're on the radio so it's like right. you're thinking about both things see I, I for, you forget that aspect see that would of course it sounds weird because i've done radio most of my life but to, to be performing in front of people and be on the radio at the same time i've never had that dynamic so that that had to have been like yeah. kind of jarring to go through in the moment. Yeah. It's really interesting. It was a, it was a kind of an intense experience, but I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was also, it was kind of early in the day to be singing. So, you know, that was, <laughs> I was like, all right, we're just going to see how it goes. <laughs> just roll with it. Yeah. But I know what you yeah. mean. It, it's, it's one of those odd situations where you're used to a crowd making noise and being loud and, you know, just kind of going with the flow. And now all eyes are on you and it's complete silence. Like again, so that has, that had to have been pretty jarring within itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the smoking hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to the Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We've got an amazing story for you this week. If you're a sports fan, you're definitely going to want to listen to this. And to top it all off, if you're a Vols fan, you're going to want to listen to this report because we have probably the most exciting news to talk about. You already know what's going on. The huge success of the Tennessee Volunteers beating Alabama last Saturday, making them 6-0. It's an incredible thing. So naturally, we needed to get Ollie on this scene and he's at the university of tennessee right now let's not waste any more time ollie how are you hi 
Oh, why am I not surprised? Of course, something stupid would happen. So, where are you? Well, I guess technically I am at UT. I'm at UT Medical Center. Baskets! Oh, no. Ollie, are you all right? Yeah, well, you see, on occasion I, I go for some late night swims in the river. Uh-huh. And I, I, had, I did one of those swims on a Saturday night. I think I see where this is going. Yeah. And before I knew it, I was completely blacked out, and I woke up in the hospital. From what I understand, a giant goalpost hit me in the head. Hashtag nuts! Uh, yeah, you're right, Ollie. It, it is uh, pretty nuts, but, uh... That's really what this report is is about. Uh, you see, Vol fans threw that goalpost into the river in celebration of beating Alabama. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. I'm glad the risk of death for me meant celebration for them. Yeah, me too. What? What? Anyway, Ollie, so I guess we can't do this story. Oh, no, we can. I, I spoke to some people. Oh, great, Ollie. Okay. Just be forewarned. They say I have a slight concussion, and they've just brought in the morphine, so I may be kind of in and out right now, huh, Toddy? Well, I mean, obviously, what about head coach Josh Heupel? I'm sure he is hyped, if I may. <laughs> I have secondhand embarrassment. Shut up. Anyway, have you spoken to him about this amazing win and, and just how fantastic his administration is doing with the team? I'm sitting in a hospital room. It's pretty white in here. Most hospitals are. That seems to be the primary color. I've got a bed pad next to me. If we don't hurry this up, I might have to do this on the report. Station! Don't you dare! Oh my god. Okay, never mind. Uh... Well, um, obviously the fans are, are going crazy right now, uh, as you know, because you got hit by the goalpost that was thrown into the river. Uh, because of that goalpost getting thrown into the river, uh, Tennessee faced a $100,000 fine, and then they crowdsourced money to get new goalposts. Have you talked to Randy Boyd or anybody from the university to get their reaction to this? Told you I had to do it! God, why can't we do a regular report? Why can't we ever have a normal report from you? Uh, because if we did, we wouldn't do this segment anymore. Point and match. Moving on. Well, this win over Alabama is is huge in so many ways because it pushed us up to number three in the AP poll, pushing Alabama down into sixth place. I mean, that's unheard of. That's been unheard of for almost 20 years now, since 2006. And to top it all off, we are still undefeated, making us 6-0 for the first time since our national championship year, 1998. Have you gotten the vibe from students on campus, from alumni, from the fans, from the team and the staff? Have you spoken to anybody to get their reaction about how they feel right now? I feel a lot better. I just pooped. I, I didn't ask that, Ollie, at, at, at all. You know, people complain about hospital food, but it's not that bad. I've eaten it, and it's great. There it is now. And some pudding. I wish somebody would come take this bedpan now. I'm kind of done. Where am I? Who are you? I don't know what's going on. Oh, Ollie, calm down. You, you're, you're probably suffering some, some temporary amnesia from getting hit in the head with the goalpost. So just just hang in there. I understand the difficulties of swimming in the river and getting hit in the head with a goalpost. 
Sure you do. Once I am elected prime minister, I will end this war with Adolf Hitler in Germany. Thank you. Okay. Well, we're we're clearly losing you and fast. Um, just one more thing. Of course, uh, there's some controversy coming out of Alabama because one of their players, Jermaine Burton, uh, was seen striking a woman. This, of course, is all allegedly striking a, a Tennessee fan while she was on the field at Neyland Stadium. Have you spoken to anybody at Alabama to get their reaction to this and whether or not it's true? Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. I got that morphine. Your heart is true. Your pal and a confidant. Okay. Well, Ollie, clearly you don't have the authority to talk about this because you are in poor health. Excuse me, Hotty. Excuse me. You you don't have the authority here. You have nothing to talk about. You are slowly but surely being consumed by this concussion to the point you can't speak anymore. And you haven't spoken to anybody anyway, so why are we doing this? I tell you, I do have the authority because I am an honorary police officer of the Knox County Police. Here is my badge. Ollie, that says Sheriff Woody. Oh, wrong one. Here it is. That says Sheriff of Mayberry. Oh, wrong one again. This is it. That is a prop from Dirty Harry. Now you gotta ask yourself, do you feel lucky, punk? Nope, I do not. Well, thanks, Ollie. This has probably been the best report we've done in a very long time. We'll see you next time. Finland! That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. A fourth grade teacher who had asked her students to write a short essay on what they would most like to do to celebrate Halloween. 80% of her nine-year-olds expressed the wish to kill somebody. So, of course, you, you, you talked a little bit about it, like, overall, you know, growing up and what you did growing up got you into acting and eventually into music. What made you want to get into music, like, right now? What, what, what pushed you into wanting to say, I'm, I'm going I'm to do music now? What, what made you want to do that? Uh, during the pandemic, I kind of took a break from acting and just film in general and you know nobody was doing anything really during the the height of the quarantine and I was playing a lot of music I've always loved music I've always written songs and it just started performing more in the last few years but I just was playing a lot of music and I was like you know what I want to do this more and right before the quarantine I had been playing some shows in LA solo shows and I uh, just happened to meet a producer who was like, I really love your music. And he ended up playing in, in a band with me. And he also makes records music. So he wanted to make an album. And then I started thinking about it a, a lot more. I was like, well, I, maybe I can do this a little more than I have been pursuing it. And, you know, it's just fun for me right now. It's It's not necessarily something that... I'm trying to make my soul living on because music to me is such a sacred outlet. It always has been. And I got burnt out with acting because when you're trying to make uh, an art, your career, it, it, you know, like sometimes it can take the creativity away from, from it and the joy. So I, that's going into music in a more serious way. I just really decided I'm just going to, try to have fun with it. And as long as I'm feeling inspired and passionate about it and having fun with it, then I'll keep doing it. And if, if it stops feeling that way, I'm going to stop because I don't want to burn out from this thing that has been a, a really important outlet in my life. 
it's so true. You, if, when you do what you actually really love to do for a living, you kind of lose perspective at times and you, you have to kind of go back yeah. and assess exactly what it is you wanted to do in the beginning. And um, of course, you know, you've been, you've been doing music, you said through the quarantine. And I think that's one of the best things that came out of the, the, the pandemic is we all really got to take a deep look into our creativity, into our artistry. And uh, yeah. it brought out the best of us for sure. Uh, yeah. Where where, where did the name Lucy Lightning come from? That's that's what I really wanted. That's been the, on the tip of my tongue all day. Where did that name come from? <laughs> uh, I, well, I've always loved the song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite songs. And I was I, I wanted to separate myself as an artist in music and an artist in film and acting. So I, you know, because I'm an actor and I have a lot of nervousness about singing music, playing music in front of people, I was like, I think it would help me to create like an alter ego for when I perform that it's still me, but you know, it's, I can step into a role kind of, because that's, I feel comfortable performing in, in a character. Mm-hmm. So uh, Lucy Lightning just kind of came to me almost like a lightning bolt. It was just like, who should I be? How about Lucy right. Lightning? And it just, it just sounded cool. And uh, it like, it felt, I, I liked it. It felt right. Right. And, and now you're performing, now you're doing everything. How did, how, what is the, how does the dynamic feel between playing like here in, in East Tennessee as opposed to out in like LA? Like, do you, do you get more nervous? You said you were nervous at the Blue Plate special, but overall in Knoxville, do you feel like you get more nervous performing here than in L.A.? Or is it because L.A. is the performance capital of the world, it's a little bit more nerve-wracking to perform out there? How, how, does, that, how does that differ? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I probably get more nervous in L.A. Uh, it was interesting. The band show I played out here in Knoxville, I just called some friends who are musicians because uh, I obviously couldn't fly my LA band out here. Right. So I, I just put a band together for this one show at the pub and we had one rehearsal <laughs> and it was kind of just like thrown together and I was really nervous about it. But during the show, I was so relaxed and calm and I had all like the most fun I've ever had playing a show. And I think part of that was that I was just like, it'll be what it'll be. Mm-hmm. And I knew that these were great musicians and I, but I also accepted it wasn't going to be perfect. And so just kind of like, let it be. And I think in LA, there's definitely more of a expectation to really be great. Right. Like people, there's a lot of music that people can hear. There's a lot of performances people can go to. So there's definitely that element of like, you better bring it right if you're gonna if you're gonna get up on stage yeah. uh, and it's hard to it's hard to get people to come out to things in LA actually uh it's not it's not really the best music scene I've learned uh just because it's it's really difficult to get people to go out right. they don't they don't want to unless it's like in their neighborhood they don't want to drive to places you don't. You don't have so, to live in. You don't have to live in LA to know the LA traffic. You hear the horror stories. Yeah. Sure, so you have plenty of them. So I, I'm sure that that's that probably plays a factor. They don't really want to get out too much. Yeah, it's pretty. The traffic's awful. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. 
Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. So, um, my husband does not work at the fancy Long John Silver's, so which reminds me of it. I have the greatest roundies. The big roundies. They're the biggest. The bigly roundies. And they're tan. <laughs> I have the greatest roundies ever. No, I gotta talk about my husband's coworker real quick. Oh because, no! Like, I, this when does he said, have a woods living? He has kind of a woods living person. Oh no! So he works with this person mm-hmm. who came in one day while the manager was cleaning the toilet <laughs> and was like, "Oh, what are you doing? Ha ha ha!" <laughs> and the guy's like, the "Toilet's gotta be clean, right?" And the guy tells him. <laughs> He tells him, he's like, no, what I do is I pull the seat up Mm. and I hold on to the the bare toilet bowl with my hand and I poop that way. Like he holds the bare toilet. (laughs) And so like that explained, no, hold on. Ooh. To, to the manager because he would find these like black streaks <laughs> on the side of the bowl because the guy's oh. hands were so dirty oh. and that explained the black streaks he's literally like gorilla holding it but then my husband brings up the point how does he wipe <laughs> he must have amazing core strength if he's gonna wipe, wipe in that position well no he doesn't stand up to wipe Maybe, but like I mean, he just hovers. <laughs> but like, who thinks that way? That's what keeps the toilet clean. <sighs> is the fact that like you pull up the seat and you cling on to like the bowl, which is the grossest part. That's the whole. That's why you have a seat, so yes. you don't have to so touch you it. You have to touch the bowl, but like yeah, he- your round <laughs> your your roundies would be grazing the inside of it. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. You're you're dunking around in the water, man. Oh. Uh, so I don't like my mind went right there. Like when he said something, he's like, "Are you gonna share this?" And I'm like, "Oh, my husband came over there and he's like, I have a new story." God. And I thought it was gonna be a cocaine bear, but no, it's like <laughs> it's so much worse. <laughs> and I was like, "Why? Why do people work with these people?" It's I'm- like. Oh, the face long It's it's the woods living, That's but like cheese whiz and juice box is what that is. <sighs> And I just can't uh, get that image out of my head now. That's there's, horrible. There's like somebody out there when every time they poop, like grabs onto the ball. Like, I just don't understand. I mean, there's seats for a reason. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Like, why you'd want to make that process more work for yourself and more awkward and more disgusting. Yes, that's just worse. Yeah, all around. Nobody wins in that scenario. There's a reason your hands are black where you're leaving smudges on because they, they could not figure it out. That's another thing. If you're gonna do it, wash your hands so you don't leave evidence that you're doing it. Yeah, like before and after. Before and after. Yes. I, they couldn't figure out like where the black like marks were coming from. Like why? That's awful. But I, I will say you. The question is, how does he wipe? I'm pretty sure he stands up and does it because I don't. I don't want to go into my escapades, but that's what I do. I don't. I don't hover. I just. I stand up. I do my thing, and then I. I feel like that. But see, you're not grabbing the bowl of the no, toilet. No, I sit down. So, like, on there's toilet. got. There's got to be another. Like he has another method that is not going to be rational mm-hmm. of standing up. Um, I don't know. I'm. I, Maybe he like like bends over forward. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I killed the kids. 
<laughs> if we're going this deep into the conspiracy theory, we'll say uh, I, I killed the kids. We're, we're digging deep here, folks. <sighs> yeah, but I don't know. I I, I just can't. Uh, That's the greatest thing. I like, mean, do you res- feel responsible for your um, for leaving fingerprints on the toilet bowl? I killed the kids. I killed the kids. <laughs> Hey, this is Michael Carbonaro from the Carbonaro Effect, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Now, have you performed in Nashville? Now, you want to talk about a city that is based around music. Have you performed in Nashville? And if you I have, haven't, you do you want to perform in Nashville? Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I would love to. I would love to play in Nashville. I've been playing mostly in LA, you know, because that's where I was when I started doing it a little more seriously. So, these shows in Knoxville were some of my first ones and back back home. So I would love to play in Nashville. It's definitely on my the top of my list. That would be the and that would be the pinnacle because, yeah, because, again, you know, Nashville is Music City. So it just seems yeah. like a perfect place to really do it. Definitely. Um, of course, for those of you who don't know, she's married to comedian Drew Morgan and uh, they are associated with Trey Crowder, the liberal redneck. How are they doing? Are they, they still out there doing their thing? Yeah, they've slowed down a lot in terms of their the well-read comedy tour. They they've they've done it since 2016, so they all kind of you know needed to do their own thing for a little while. They're still mm-hmm. on great terms, and they they still tour occasionally, but they have taken a little bit of a step back from that right now, um, and they're all kind of doing their own thing. Uh, but they, yeah, they're all still doing comedy and being hilarious and drew has been doing his own tours for a little while uh with his buddy dj lewis who's also a hilarious comedian they have a podcast together and then they they've done some shows and just he's working on a lot of stuff kind of like a like a new chapter you know right right and he's he's performed uh in knoxville a few times hasn't he by himself yeah yeah, yeah, he he comes back to Knoxville pretty regularly. He just did uh, the second Bell Festival a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't right know. before right before Big Boy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, I knew because I knew Big Boy was going to be there. That was the what everybody was talking about. And then yeah, and, and I saw some of the other performers, but I didn't realize he he was he performed there too. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it was a really cool festival. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well. You know, uh, your life, like I said, is 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 one for the books. It's it's one that we all wish we could have, uh, <laughs> and we try and we strive for it, but it's just uh, it's it's difficult sometimes to make that to make that leap. But you definitely have done it, and it's awesome to see you do it's it. It's funny, thank you. It's funny you say that because it really is like a grass is greener kind of thing. There is plenty of days when I'm like. Uh, why couldn't I have been like a teacher or a banker or something? Right, yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then there's days I'm like, you know, cause I'm, I'm doing eight, eight to five, which I, I love my job, but it's like, gosh, I'd love to be out there just writing and, and building and creating all the time. But yeah, you know, it, you know, it's, it's just the way, the way it works sometimes. And you definitely have the talent. You deserve everything that you've gotten. Uh, from you. you're welcome most welcome from everything that you've done and uh where are you performing next what's your next what's your next gig uh, i don't have anything scheduled right now uh hopefully november i'll have some th- we're heading back to la so i gotta plan some stuff out there but i'm working on i have a new song that i'm gonna release soon so i'm kind of working on figuring out how to do that like put that into motion 
making a music video and all that. So that's kind of my next thing. I just finished a documentary that I got a grant for. So just doing that. And now back to music stuff. It's nonstop. And that's the way it needs to yeah. be out there and showing the world what you got. And we've been speaking with the one and only Lucy Lightning, a.k.a. Andy Morrow. Andy, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We've been talking to Andy Morrow, also known as Lucy Lightning, on the Smoking Hot Podcast. You're listening to Hot Toddy. On the Smoking Hot Podcast. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Imagine, if you will, a world so chaotic that no man has the ability to set it straight. A world which believes the banks lend us money and then fabricate isms which distract them from solving- Excuse me! Um... Yes. I was in the Twilight Zone recently and I dropped something in there. Do you mind if I hop back in for a bit and see if I can't find it? I mean, the Twilight Zone is not just some room you can enter. How did you drop something? I don't know. One minute was in my pocket, the next it was gone. Couldn't you have lost it after you escaped the Twilight Zone? Nah, it would have to have been before I got out. <sighs> I, I guess you can go in. Right over here. Thank you, Mr. Serlin. I shouldn't be long. Uh-huh. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Imagine, if you will, a world so chaotic that... Hey, sorry to interrupt again, but I'm kind of lost in here. Which part of the Twilight Zone was I in? Again, that's not how it works. You fall into another dimension. Not a dimension of sight or sound, but of mind. A dimension that... Oh, wait, was it behind the big eyeball? Ah, uh, yes, behind the big eyeball. Uh, that's it, I recognize it now, thanks! So, imagine if you will, a world. Oh, uh, one thing, what is it? I forgot. Testicles! Imagine if you will, a world that is so chaotic that no man has the ability to set it straight. Alright! I found it! Thank you so much, Mr. Serlin, for letting me look for it. By the way, does it get expensive always having to fix that window that breaks into a bunch of pieces? feel like that would get old after a while. I could give a rat's ass. I hear you. Well, I'll catch you later! Finally. Now. Imagine, if you will, a world that is so chaotic that no man has the ability to set it straight. Ah, the French champagne. That's it! I'm out of here! You host this shit now! I've had it! What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. What follows is a terrifying journey into the world of magic, mystery... This is a lot of shit, you know that. <laughs> Hello, this is President Barack Obama, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Podcast. And that was authentic. I promise. 
Andy Morrow is absolutely fascinating, and she, I mean, she is one of the most talented people that I know, and she has made an amazing name for herself, and I know all of us in our hometown could not be more proud of her, and so if you, if she's ever in the area, go see her perform. She's absolutely fantastic. In the meantime, you can follow her on social media at Honky Tonk Andy on Instagram, as well as Lucy Lightning Music on Instagram, and you can follow her on Twitter at Andy with an I, and you can check out some of her music on Bandcap, as well as Apple Music and music videos on YouTube. Just look up Lucy Lightning. Absolutely fascinating person, and I, I always enjoy talking to her. She's just she's just one of the best. She truly is. That's going to do it for us this week, but we will be back again next week, and next week we are going to be live. That's right. Not on Facebook Live, as we discussed earlier in the show. I am currently restricted from going live until November 6th, so we're going to move the live Scaretastic Halloween special to YouTube via YouTube Live on the Super Fuzz Productions YouTube page. We're going to be there. Uh, I, we're aiming for 7 o'clock. It's going to be between 7 and 8 o'clock that night. So just tune in. And when and, and if again, if I can remember, and, we're, and it's possible, there's not some sort of weird thing I have to do to make it work. I will post the link uh, of, of us being live on YouTube, onto the Facebook page, onto the Twitter pages, uh, so that way you can keep up with it. So please join us next Thursday for the Smoking Hot Toddcast Scaretastic Halloween Special live on YouTube Live via the Super Fuzz Productions YouTube page. Miss Pingrino, Daniel, and Miranda all will be here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Until then, you can follow me on all social media at Smoking Hot Toddy on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Toddy Kama Hot on Instagram. Make sure you follow the Hot Toddy page on Mixcloud as well as the Smoking Hot Toddcast pages of SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, QuadPod, and wherever better podcasts can be found to keep up with every single episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And speaking of Super Fuzz, make sure you check out the Super Fuzz Productions YouTube page, especially before next week. Uh, that way you can keep up with not just the Smoking Hot Toddcast Live, but all the other shows as well. Get real. Let me tell you. Stump Hot Toddy and so on. Clickety bell so that you get the notifications when those shows launch. And of course, you can follow Super Fuzz on Twitter at Super Fuzz Videos. Speaking of Twitter, you can also follow some of my band of merry weirdos on social media. We'll begin with Twitter. Miss Pingrino at Pingrino. Sheila at Sheila Hawk. Doc Summit at Kev Summit and Miranda at The Miranda Joe. On Instagram, Miss Pingrino at Janelle Marino. Sheila at Sheila Hawkins. Doc Summit at Kev Summit and Miranda at My Randa Panda Joe and on TikTok Miss Pingrino at BabyJ0831 Doc Summit at Kev Summit and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. Once again, don't forget we will be live next week on YouTube Live via the Super Fuzz Productions YouTube page. And we're going to wrap up this episode. We've talked a lot about her music career and now we're going to play a little music from her right now. We're going to wrap up the show with a song from Andy Morrow, aka Lucy Lightning. The song is called Mother Mountain. So, until our live Scaretastic Halloween special, this is Lucy Lightning saying... Last night I dreamed the mountains were a woman with wildflower hair and goat's milk skin. Last night I dreamed she held me in her arms and told me all the secrets of the stars. Stand so 
the sky came to life It danced around 